Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world with an Australian accent. This is episode 214, 214 as we say in the classics. We are recording live on Friday the 10th of July 2020. This week there's a whole new wave of Earthrise figures on the way. There's a whole bunch of new generations select and a new collaborative revealed. And there's another new Dark Optimus Prime repaint on its way. All that and more coming up on this week's episode. All right, thanks for joining us. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Max coming to us from Adelaide. How are you doing, Max? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jason. How are you? Well, I was, I was doing great until you started sounding like a robot <laughs> just there. Uh, let's try that Sorry. again. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jason. I'm enjoying my lovely NBN. Fantastic. Fantastic. Is that better now? Yes. Much I better. I, I'm, I'm actually just happy that you're coming to us from a city that is not going back into lockdown for um, COVID-19 at the moment. So uh, I think That's you should because be... there's about five of us living here. Yeah, well, also, <laughs> also because you don't have security cards that like to do things with hotel guests. Uh, Bradley is the other voice you can hear coming to us from Perth, uh, possibly the only place in Australia that's safer than Adelaide. How are you doing, Bradley? Uh, doing pretty well, COVID-free. Thank you very much for asking. Um, how are you doing? You look like you've got your new, pa new pad all set up for Transformers displays. I do. I do. I've I've got my study set up. I've, I've got floor space behind me. And wait, I'm just going to... For people watching the video, I'm just going to put myself on the wide shot so you can see. Uh, so when I'm in the when I'm in the three up, you can see one shelf behind me. When I put myself into the wide shot, you see a few more shelves behind me. Uh, where I previously had a couple of billies and a, a smaller billy, I've now got four billies and a smaller billy and a bit more stuff going on as well. So um, I'm pretty happy with it. Lots of, new, lots of extra shelf space. Um, it's still kind of a mess, like... I haven't really decided what goes where on the shelves yet, but uh, you know that's going to be that's going to be something that uh, something that I work out over the coming weeks. Most important question, though, is that mm. all that empty space there? Is that for figures that you've got, or is that for figures that you're about to buy? Do you have extra room for extra figures <laughs> there's, now? There's actually not that much empty space. Um, so <laughs> I was I was just saying to Max before we started, like I I came from a place where I had three. Well, I had two and a half billies. Now I've mm. got four and a, four and a half billies plus a half height billy that you can't see next to me. And I still don't really have enough shelf space, and I haven't got anything extra on the shelves than what I had before. So I can only imagine how much of a mess my shelves were previously. But uh, no, things are looking nice now. I'm, I'm I'm getting some extra display risers and some um, some acrylic steps for the smaller things. So uh, I'm going to sort of try figure out how to display some bot bots as well. And um, yeah. We'll, we'll work it out. Looks good. Yeah. And Max Max is also, his, his display is in a bit of a state of flux as well. As it has been for probably the past year, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bradley, you, we, we, do you have a display? Like, we never we never see... Yeah, uh, void. 
We never seen much of the much of the the. I have the page void behind me. Uh, yeah. No, I've got a massive display in my uh, my bedroom, but I There's don't. A massive display. Bedroom. Yes, yes massive. It's, it's very. He's very modest about the size a massive, of the display. A massive empty space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I keep it all displayed in my room, um, which is just actually through that wall. But I'm pretty sure I get in trouble if I took a mallet to that wall right now just to show the display. There is actually a a video of it on my YouTube channel. There is, so I'll tell you what, you, you'd be forgiven if you took a mallet to the wall, only if you burst through it and went, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! Dress woman! I was just scared the crap out of my cat as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, look, uh, it's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks since we've been, we've been on um, lockdowns and easing of restrictions and then back into lockdowns and all sorts of weird things going on with our social lives. They've meant uh, a couple of reveals have passed us by, so we're going to do our best to catch up with the news on today's show. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Let's start with a little bit of a little bit of news about local availability for some Earthrise figures. I'm just going to I'll bring the I'll bring the news the news stream in here. Uh, we've had a couple of a couple of people reveal on our Facebook group uh, the availability of some new figures locally, including Earthrise Wave Two Leader Double Dealer. Now, I was I was hoping that Double Dealer was actually going to see an end to the Voyager size figure plus armor trend for leader class figures but it appears he it appears he does not there's quite a lot of empty space at the bottom of that box and you can see his feet in the window so um he is he's a little bit taller than optimus prime but not notably so and he does come with a lot of extra bits like armor and missiles and guns so uh, i mean you'd expect that of double dealer wouldn't you oh i didn't know that actually i thought he was like one big piece like the g1 toy was no, you can see the missile in his box there, and um, you can see that his feet actually his feet are above the Earthrise yeah. branding on the box. So that's yeah. quite a lot of space at the bottom of it. Oh yeah, that is a lot of uh, empty space. Um, uh, accessories or no? Yeah, no. There's a few accessories in there. I guess oh, with the yeah. Earthrise stuff, you know, it's that it's just sort of following that same Studio Series principle. So it's like so long as the quality is there, I find it hard to complain about the size. I, I agree. Like, I, I don't. I don't think that we need leaders that are like noticeably larger than the rest of it. But yeah. I think at the point at which your leader is like a Voyager with extra armor, it does really, it does really stretch the uh, friendship asking for an extra forty dollars for those extra I, things. I think also when you're paying a leader class price and you're getting as much container as you are contents, that's uh, that's a bit <laughs> of a gap as well. Like, I mean, this guy that we're looking at here, he looks like he's half box and half toy. Yeah, I mean, like Optimus Prime was also like that though, because Optimus Prime was a like a Voyager figure in the middle of an open trailer in the back of the box as well. So, um, the, I mean, the precedent is there; it's it's going to work that way. But yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll I, still, I, I, we'll I, still I wouldn't expect me. Yeah, we probably will. Um, I'm I'm not really particularly attached to Double Dealer. Like, I think I'm I think I'm pretty much done with buying a lot of the the, the mainline Earthrise figures. Uh, a couple of things in the upcoming wave interest me, but not a lot. Um, I'll, you know, in actual fact, I'm probably going to get the, the Quintesson stuff. So I'll probably get the Quint. I'll probably get Alicon. 
Um, and I don't know, I don't know what else, but we'll see. Um, I do know, I do know what I've ordered out of some of the other stuff that's coming up later on in the show as well, though. So, um, if you're looking for Earthrise Double Dealer, you will find them at Toy World at the moment. Unfortunately, Toy World prices things a little bit above retail price. He's a hundred bucks. So, um, re retail price for these guys is ninety dollars. Um, Target has Earthrise leaders, but they only have Wave One on sale at fifty dollars at the moment. Sorry, not Target. It's Big W. Um, Big W doesn't normally get leaders either, so that's a little no. bit unusual. And once the toy sale, once the toy sale ends, you can expect them to go back to normal price. But you never know; there might be another sale on um, on somewhere else. Like Meyer and Kmart and stuff always seem to have some decent prices on stuff, and you can do a bit of price matching. Um, toy World will not price match, but once it comes to other retailers, you'll 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 see them. Um, other things that have made local availability this in the past couple of weeks, uh, especially this week. So we've also seen Earthrise Wave 2 Battle Masters. So uh, we missed the initial release of Rung in the Siege line last year, but Rung has been re-released in Wave 2 as a Battle Master. And he's also been released alongside Slitherfang, who is the Cobra uh, Cobra Ramp. Uh, so he's a... He's a, he's, He's a ramp former to connect up to the the city based playsets and some of the um, some of the bases like uh, Ironworks and Grease Pit, um, but also he's quite cute as well. So you know, it's kind of hard to begrudge the fact that he turns into a ramp. Um, other than that, we did get a notice today that uh, these guys have turned up in a Toy World store in Victoria. Uh, we are looking at the Siege. Uh, two pack of uh, Ratbat and Ratbat and Rumble. Now, this this is quite notable because this did not turn up in regular regular releases last year when it should have, or at the start of this year. This is the first time that we've seen the figure in Australia. People have paid up to seventy dollars importing this, um, just for a couple of cassettes. It's a little bit of a was this bit of a not, uh, an exclusive at one point, or is that no, another cassette? No, 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 it's not an exclusive. It's just poor distribution. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's he's around, but uh, I mean, if you can't if you can't get to a Toy World store, you might still have some trouble getting it. But maybe there'll be some uh, someone local might be willing to go into a store and get one for you. Uh, the his his wave partner, the um, the uh, I'm not sure what the the name for the crew is, but they're Direct Hit and Power Punch. Um, the MicroMasters, uh, they are also available. At, at the same store. Uh, so these guys also, people paid a lot to import them. Uh, for local release news also, just one reminder that the Big W toy sale is on and ends next, well, actually it ends sometime in the following week. So if you're listening to this show earlier in, early in the week, uh, you can still find a Skylinks for the princely sum of $120. He will go back up, uh, I think it says price after promotion there is $150. So if you're in the market for Skylinks, Start start moving around and trying to find some of those uh, some of those uh, things in store. You can't order them online, which is a bit disappointing. Do be careful if you do go into stores. Please do practice social distancing. Wear a mask, especially if you are in Victoria. Although I don't, if you're in Victoria, you won't be going shopping for these guys. Um, <laughs> but still, you should you should wear a mask if you are going in store to look for these things. And same goes same goes for any of the other stores, Toy World, etc. As well. Um, so Skylinks is Skylinks is still available. Skylinks is sitting on the desk in front of me here. Um, I was fortunate fortunate enough to pick one up. Um, there's been a lot of complaints in the Facebook group that people can or can't find them at their local store. 
there'll be a there'll be a photograph that comes out that says um, a photograph that comes out saying, oh, yeah, there's six at this big W store, and people will come and go, oh, well, there's none at mine. So distribution has not been particularly even. Um, mm. Are you guys, guys going to pick yourselves up a Skylinks, uh, Max? Interesting. It's been real tempting. Um, I've been trying to steer clear of mainline stuff for the past year or so, but that Skylinks is sorely tempting me, if I'm honest. <laughs> it, he, he, is a, he is a really good Skylinks. Um, like... Uh, it's uh, both of the commander class figures that have been released thus far. So Jetfire last year and Skylinks this year, they have, they've, they've really hit it out of the park on what you get at the price point. I mean, the price point is meant to be $150. That's 50% greater than the price of leader. You do get a big transformer with a lot of detail and a lot of moving parts on them. And it does seem like, Hasbro has really taken the opportunity to um, have a bit of a bash at the third parties here because uh, we've seen third party third party versions of uh, Jetfire from Fansoys goes for three hundred dollars plus, and uh, the third party version of uh, Skylinks, um, the MMC one goes. I think it comes in two parts. It costs you at least four hundred dollars mm. or so. Um, and here they are doing these guys at one hundred and fifty dollars. I sold my Fansoys Phoenix. I don't need it. I've got the Commander class Jetfire, so. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that. And, uh, yeah, Skylinks is sitting on the, on the desk in front of me. don't have a third-party version of him to sell, but um, I also don't need to acquire one anymore. So, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's pretty neat. Magnificent, as you would say, as it's printed on, printed on his side. Uh, well, Bradley, got... you, up for, you up for a Skylinks? Yeah, um, I was saying before the podcast, uh, a mate of mine actually picked him up for me a couple of weeks ago, but I've still yet to actually collect him. Yeah, uh, yes, fair enough, fair enough. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting my hands on it finally. Mm -hmm. That does uh, it does seem like a uh... oh look look I had to wait a couple of, a couple of weeks for mine. Someone picked mine up for me, and then I didn't see them for a couple of weeks. So I've only opened I only opened this guy up this week. He's been haunting my dining room table, um, <laughs> uh, which is fine because every time I every time I have a meal, I'm tempted to sort of sit him next to my meal, going, "Can I have some food, please?" <laughs> Skylinks does not beg, however. No. Um, let's let's move on. So, yeah, big. Just a reminder: Big W toy sale is still on. There was uh, a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday morning a, uh, a reveal of some new Transformers Generation Select figures, some exclusives, and a brand new a brand new line called Red. Now we're going to start off with the Generation Selects version. So, um, for for those of you who are unaware, for the five of you who are unaware, Generation Selects generally are not new molds, but they are they are repaints of repaints of existing uh, existing molds into new characters using some clever new color schemes. Often and often they're sort of the the initial Western release of uh, of certain versions of uh, certain versions of characters, which is what we're seeing here. This is. What we're looking at here is the Generation Select Deluxe Tiger Track. Now, Tiger Track, as Tiger Track usually is, is a yellow repaint of Sideswipe. Wouldn't that be Sunstreaky, you say? No, it's the other way around. So Tiger Track uh, is, is um, a Japanese, Japanese line figure, uh, and this is the first time that he's actually seen a release in the West under his own, at least under his own name or, or anything like that. Generation Select's uh, generally available from Hasbro Pulse, but also available from some retailers. Sometimes they're exclusives. I don't believe this one is, though. I think you can pretty much buy him far and wide. So he's a lovely, he's a lovely yellow 
repaint of Sideswipe, and he has a clear window as well, just to differentiate him. Sideswipe's, Sideswipe's windows are black. Yeah, um, yeah and so he come, comes with a handgun, comes with a shoulder missile, just some slightly different colours on him. And, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's pretty nice. Now, I am a fan of the Sideswipe mould. He's also... The Sideswipe mould has also seen another notable reuse this week, but we'll get to that shortly. And, uh, yeah, he's, he looks pretty great. Now... Alongside Tiger Track, we also got announced a new release of a uh, Rotostorm figure. Now, Rotostorm, I think, is in the same in the same uh, same vein as Tiger Track. So this guy's a repaint of Siege Spinister. Um, some great use of color on him. He's really got these. He's got this this uh, blue and purple. Now, Spinister had a fantastic color scheme to begin with, but he was a lot darker than this. Sort of um, hmm. matching up the original toys colors. This version of uh, Rotostorm. While Spinister is not perfectly suited to Rotostorm, it's close enough, right? Like you can you can paint his um, chopper blades bright pink. Uh, you can you can give him the the yellow guns and give him the give him the pink windows and everything. It's 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 pretty nice, I think. Yeah, um, and they're both for sort of characters that have looked variable enough over the years that you can just fudge it in your head. Absolutely, yeah. So look, look, I gotta say, I've got I've got Tiger Track on order. I've got uh, I've got I was gonna say Spinister. I've got Rotostorm on order. I don't have the original uh, Spinister, but I kind of don't really need him. Um, I'm happy to have Rotostorm on my shelf anyway. I think this Rotostorm could also be used as your G2 Spinister if there was ever one, because he looks Probably. for some reason he looks like G2 colors to me. Well, so Rotostorm, Rotostorm did sort of have a bit of a bit of a G two colors, G two esque color scheme to him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I reckon I reckon that looks pretty great. I'm looking forward to looking forward to the release. He's coming out. I think they're coming out either September or October, or possibly November. Um, it's 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 going to be a little while. This is what I'm looking forward to. This is so the third the third generation select. Like this one is exclusive to Hasbro Pulse. Frustratingly, it is a repaint of Brunt in uh, in a, a grey color scheme as an IDW style Centurion. Now that's that's cool enough. Like Brunt, Brunt's a fun figure. You can you can reassemble him whatever however you want. He doesn't really look that much like Centurion, but sure, whatever. Um, but the notable part of this is uh, not what he transforms into or anything like that. It's the it's the, the the accessories pack that comes with him. The accessories pack is extremely cool and fun. They've got updated versions of some of the characters' G1 guns with five mil five mil pegs so that they can be held by modern figures. And some of the some of the accessories they're not they're not just guns. They're jet packs. There's Optimus Prime's uh, Energon axe, Megatron's mace. There's a couple of Energon cubes in there. There's also there's also representations of the gun modes of these original toys as well. So there's a gun mode Shockwave and there's a gun mode uh, gun mode Megatron. And there's like, is there a Shockwave? I thought there was a Shockwave. Uh, shockwave. Uh, uh, it, I think he's in grey, which kind of sucks in the top right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, then they yeah, make so- up for it with a reflector. That's right. There's there's a there's a reflector in there. Uh, there's a there's a satellite dish. I can't remember who the satellite dish is from. Um, there's a little sound wave as well, and there's a roller, so you can put roller in Earthrise Prime's trailer. That's pretty great. There's a cage for Ravage. Um, and yeah, there's just, there's there's so much fun stuff in here. Um, it does add to it does add on to the price. Like Centurion, I think is. Uh, 
Centurion, I think, is a, a good $15 or so more than the standard deluxe. But, you know, who cares when it's this much fun stuff? So I do have a Centurion on order as well. Like, I, We've talked about this a bit. I like my I like my collection to look a little bit a little bit different to everyone else's. So I tend to go for the I tend to go for the exclusives and the and the the non-standard paint jobs that you get from the generation select line. So when I say when I said earlier I'm sort of done buying most of the mainline figures, it's because I, mean, I generally I'll buy the gen select versions. Yeah. Well, I mean you're getting a you're getting a repaint and you're not missing out on the retail release because you got the same toy. Just a little bit painted different. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, the accessories pack is pretty cool. There's, and also, I, I didn't really call attention to it, but it is there on screen. Um, there is sort of a, a more accurate version of Optimus Prime's rifle as well, just in case you need your Optimus Prime to have an, an even bigger gun. Yeah, that thing looks huge um, yeah. in comparison to everything else there. It's kind of like when you put it in Earthrise Prime, he's just going to slant to the side a bit. That's how big it looks. You can use it to prop him up like an old yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, was, uh, just looking at the um, the photos here. So he does come in a larger Centurion does come in a larger than usual box because he's got the size size of the uh, deluxe figure and the weapons back there. It's probably about the size of a Voyager. Um, mm. And we also got a black version of Optimus Prime, which I think we spoke about last we spoke yep. about last episode as we were anticipating its release. A uh, a Nemesis Prime or a Sleep Mode Prime. Nope, he's the Alternate Universe. Mm -hmm. uh, alternate Universe Optimus Prime. He is an Amazon exclusive, which does fulfill the old Amazon Prime joke, which I definitely remember we talked about on the last podcast. But yep. um, so he is an Amazon exclusive. He go he comes in and out of stock on Amazon. He only appears to be on sale at present on Amazon US. So if you do want him, you're going to have to ship him to ship him to a freight forwarder and uh, get him, or purchase him from somewhere else. So it, I think I think in the US he's an Amazon exclusive. He's also found a general release in Asia as well. So keep an eye out for him on eBay or on your favorite uh, your favorite toy importer websites. Um, mm. So he, uh, he like he's he's a fairly standard <laughs> That's not him. That is not him <laughs> on screen at the moment. We have a G1 Blaster now. Walmart has for a few years now been doing uh, G1 figure reissues. So they they started off with Starscream and Devastator and the Minibots. Um, they they then I think they did Soundwave uh, Soundwave more recently, and I think they've also done um, Astro Train or Blitzwing or both of them, possibly possibly just one of them. And the next one is Blaster, as we as we see here. Uh, Blaster is a big chunky G1 boy. And uh, you know that's pretty much that's pretty much what we've always loved about the G1 Blaster Blaster toy. He's very much the equal and opposite of Soundwave. Turns into a cassette deck that holds cassettes in his chest. Not sure if he's shipping with any cassettes, but also this figure is this figure's been reissued a few times now. So like um, the, the the Walmart reissues start really expensive and then they just drop on clearance. Soundwave has gone for thirteen dollars in some stores. Oh wow! And in some stores, if you were lucky enough, you'd walk in and find the, uh, find a G1 reissue sealed box Soundwave at $6. Is uh, that the one that came with all the cassettes a few years ago? No, it's from last year. It's oh. it, last, yeah, last year or earlier this year even. Um, oh, he's, okay. Yeah, no, he's just going on like a run-out sale. It's been, it's been great. So if you're after a blaster, there are there's a lot of options for blaster. But, mm. um, yeah, if you really want the Walmart version, maybe hold on a bit and see if, see if you can pick it up. Um, the, it's really interesting watching the live reveal 
for watching the live reveal of these figures as someone who's not in the USA, I really felt like just sort of grabbing my phone and screaming at Hasbro, hey, what about the rest of the world? Because Hasbro, when they announce these things, they are very focused on the US market. And so, well, uh, obviously Walmart doesn't exist outside the US and they don't have they don't have a global exclusivity on a lot of these things. But some of them they do. Like a lot of these reissue G1 figures have not come out elsewhere. The mini bots are coming to Kmart now, two years after they were at Walmart. And there are people saying that Kmart's going to get more G1 reissues, but I haven't actually seen official confirmation of this. Also, they're quite expensive. The G1 mini bots, when they hit cotton on a couple of years ago, they were $15. These are now $20 at Kmart, which is wow. a lot of money for a G1 reissue. Like, I mean, they are not complicated figures. Um, maybe maybe they've got a bit of die cast in them. I don't know. So, yeah, um, like... How, so how are you guys with G1 reissues? Do you go after the do you go after these reissues or do you tend to just sort of stick to more more modern more modern uh, figures? For me, the appeal of owning a G1 mold is that it's the original release of the thing. You know? So do, you, do you mean you wouldn't go for a reissue? Yeah, it's being a reissue sort of just defeats the purpose of owning a G1 figure for me. Mm. I can see why I, I, I think, I think... Enjoy for nostalgia's sake, but for mm. you know a lot of people like I'm 20 years old. I didn't grow up with G1. If I'm buying a G1 figure, it's because I want it as a piece of the franchise history, and I don't really get the same appeal with a reissue. And I, I, know, I, I, I know a few people. A few people see it this way, and a few people. I'm going to play devil's advocate because I, I, I tend to. I tend not to go for the reissues myself, but then sometimes I do. Well, actually, that's not that's not true. Let, let's go for let's go from a point, which is that if you want to put a if you want to put a star scream in your collection and you want him to look good, you're probably better off going for a reissue because no one's going to know that it's not the original G1 toy and it's and it's a you know a later reissue of it. But you'll get a complete thing. It'll you know the stickers won't be coming off. Um, all of the pieces will be there, and you know, like the transformation will be tight. There won't be loose joints on it. If if you're just displaying stuff, then you may as well go for a reissue. But mm. you'll always know it's a reissue, and it depends whether or not it's important to you that you actually have the real figure from the '80s or a reissue. And I, I think there's I think there's been enough made of the the Walmart reissues over the last few years. People are okay with buying the reissues, and I, 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 I say I say this about you know oh I don't really I'm not really going for the reissues because I'm done with the reissues. I've got the entire Takara book collection, so like I don't I don't need to go for reissues anymore because I've managed to fill my I managed to fill my shelves up with them already. Um, yeah, I've also got e hobby, so I've got e hobby reissues which are a little bit different I think, but um, they are still reissues. They're not the original figures. Hmm. Bradley, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, you know, I pieced together a lot of my collection when I started collecting, uh, like big time in like 2004. So that was like prime, um, Takara reissue book, uh, mm -hmm. season. Yeah. So I pieced together a lot of the collection from that. I do have a few like original G1 toys that I pieced together from like eBay and such. But I think one thing that um, a lot of people like about these reissues is the fact that you can go into a brick-and-mortar store and pick up a G1 Transformer from the 80s. I think that's what a few people like as well, instead of just having to buy a second-hand piece 
online and when it gets to you it might still be in the same condition it might mm. not be um but usually whenever i see a g1 reissue these days i'm kind of like personally i don't care um i collect classics now and i you know i've got a lot of classics toys that i've got g1 versions of you know like i've got power of the primes dinobots but i've also got g1 dinobots but uh, yeah, G1 just doesn't really do it for me anymore. Hmm. Um, yeah. Is, is it because of the, I mean, the limited articulation or the designs, or is it just um, your tastes have moved on? Um, there could be a few. Uh, one thing that always gets to me, and I try not to let it get to me, but it does, is scale. And if you don't have a G1 <laughs> Blaster, but you do collect G1, G1 Blaster is one of the largest Autobot toys around. I think he's... Isn't he on par with Metroplex? Like for G1 Metroplex, aren't they? Sort of yeah, he's a, big boy. He, he's, he's a big He's a big chunky boy, like I said. I don't think he's as big as Metroplex, but it, like his size is somewhat due to the fact that he actually transforms into the correct scale of his alt mode. Actually, not really, because his alt mode is more of a ghetto blaster and he's more the micro cassettes like Soundwave, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Soundwave's a bit more... I mean, it's, more, it's, it's still, it's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, uh, yeah, like I've got the book reissue of um, Blaster and he's a really fun toy and he's a very, very simple, fun transformation and, yeah, he's just... He's, he's an awesome toy, um, but personally... Yeah, like I said before, whenever I see G1 reissues these days, I'm kind of like indifferent. Mm. Yeah, I so that I fall into a I fall into a trap mentally that I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. I fall into a trap mentally where I see it, and I'm like, great, oh blaster, cool. I might have to get that. Oh wait, on, I already have it. I've got the book. I've got the book reissue of blaster <laughs> as well. Like, I don't need another blaster. Same yeah. thing. With, same thing with um. Uh, same with same thing with Astro Train. I've got the book reissue of Astro Train. The, the thing is that ultimately, with most of these guys, at least they haven't really they haven't gone sort of back to create new molds of them. They have they have spruced up the molds on some of the mini bots and um, updated them in, in a few key places, but um, they're still producing the figures that they were initially reissuing in the book style series. Like they're not going to suddenly they're not going to suddenly reach back and reissue Dinobots, at least that we think, um, because mm like those molds aren't those molds aren't really available to them anymore they're busted or something um they could always they could always just <laughs> buy all the ko's and ship them out as originals but um yeah they're, like they're still they're still basically reissuing the figures that um the figures that we already saw reissued over the last 20 or so years which it's not too surprising they're really gonna they're not gonna spend money developing new molds of old toys but uh mm -hmm. you know it, it means that for me and i think for yourself bradley if you've got all of the g1 um tfc books then you know there's not really going to be that much interesting here coming out for us i guess no. devastator devastator's not in those not in that series i would have been interested in the devastator gift step but that's long gone now yeah that's that's <laughs> that's a distant memory um I was going to say something, but I forgot. But I was going to say with the, uh, you know, the Starscream reissue, one thing much better in the Takara one was he came with a little G1 Megatron gun mode. So does the Walmart one. Oh, does it? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Go buy that. Yeah. You, see that? Well, G1 Starscream. You, know, you know what? You'll probably find the books. 
the book style one will be cheaper than that. Actually, I, I had this discussion with someone the other day. Like, um, someone said, "Oh, yeah, great. I got a G1 Star Screen. It was eighty dollars or something." I was like, "Oh God! Like, surely you, surely you can get a G1 Star Screen." Like maybe the the book style reissue for less than eighty dollars. No, no, they're all really expensive now. Was that um, was that the like a, an original G one that he got, or was it a, no, no, the it, was the, it was the Walmart reissue. Oh, okay. they're, they're fetching a pretty penny now because they're a couple of years old. They're they're not that oh, wow. they're not that easy to find. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. They need to reissue um, we, the reissue. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's what's happening now, isn't it? Because all the G one reissues, like you're saying, the original molds mostly have been destroyed. So now whenever it's like we've got G1 reissues coming out, it's like, well, we've probably seen it already in the last five or ten years. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget there was a Blaster reissue in a two-pack with Perceptor a couple of years ago, the the Intel Ops pack. We also got the the weird-coloured Astro Chain and Blitzwing, which I say weird, I kind of want them now. um, Oh, was that the Diaclone-coloured ones? Oh. Uh, yes, I believe I believe that was Diaclone Colors. So yeah, like this is this is not. Uh, I mean, but in terms of blaster reissues, there was also the sparkly SDCC one from a few years before that. Like, this is not. It's, uh, you know, if people want a blaster reissue, they probably can already get one. But uh, regardless of that, there's still been quite a lot of excitement about the fact that they're reissuing blaster. So. Make of that, make of that what you will. There's a lot of anger that there are Walmart exclusives, but I don't know that that's really something Hasbro can do much about at this point. I've only just remembered. I've also got three issue, three versions of this mold as well. But I, I have a couple of versions of it as well. So I've got, I've got, um, I've got the E Hobby Twin Cast. Yep. Uh, and Lord, Lord knows if I get a chance to buy the Shattered Glass one, I will buy it too. That's so. the one I've got. You got a Shattered Glass Blaster. Yeah, I've got him. Uh, where's, like, where's the, where's the kick button? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like legit, I put him on my shelf and then I put him back into the box. So he and Soundwave are just sitting in their box. We'll talk I about was, buying. We'll talk about selling that later. I was going to legit, yeah, offer it to you, but now that you're going to now that you're going to kick me from the podcast, you can stick it, mate. Fine, you can stay. I'll send you my post, I'll send you my postage address later. <laughs> I no, I legit did not know that you had the uh, had the shattered glass set. That's great. Yeah. All right, let's 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 keep moving. Uh, we've talked a bit about G one reissues for a little while. Um, there is that chunky uh, stereo mode for Blaster. Now let's talk about something new. So uh, Hasbro also revealed last week. They they let the cat out of the bag a day before their actual uh, live stream. They revealed a new series of non-transforming figures um, that are, let's see, check my notes. They're not called Action Masters. What? This is this is surprising. Uh, it's a missed opportunity on their part, but they are bringing out these this new series of, they're about six-inch figures. They're fairly well articulated, and they don't transform, so they don't have any kibble on them, but they that makes them more cartoon accurate. They're called the Transformers Red Lion, or R-E-D for Robot Enhanced Design, because they are robots. Uh, and so, you, so they feature... They feature the sort of, you know, the tricks that you usually see on, say, a Reveltech figure, so you can change some of the hands, change some of the accessories. You can see a picture of Megatron here holding an Energon cube. Um, Mega, one of the, This is uh, changing one of Megatron's hands to one that's molded as holding an Energon cube. Uh, you can change, change his face and other things like that. I don't think they come with blast effects, which would kind of be nice if they did, but um, they are very 
very um, sort of cartoon accurate versions of uh, these, but they're cartoon accurate in, the, in their cartoon accuracy is somewhat of a bit of a blend between cartoon accurate and toy accurate and comic accurate. Is there are some details in here that I don't, I don't recall seeing in the cartoon, for example. Mm. Still, like um, it's a it's a it's a really nice representation of of Megatron. Like I said, he's about six inches. It's about the size of um, I'm not sure one of the new Revel Techs, sort of one of the old Revel Tech figures. And um, yeah, he's you know very very articulated. You can see his knee joint changing there. Uh, you can see he's got the mace attachment uh, in this shot. And I think you can see also that they've he's got the the, the fist under his gun, so under his gun arm, so. It looks like um, he's also got a decent ab crunch too. It does, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of biggest draw on these guys. It it is, it is. The possibilities there. Um, these are, you know, I'm I'm not I can't remember if they're 19.95 or 29.95 US. Um, uh, yeah, they're 20 bucks. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Like this is pretty good for a 20 dollar action figure, right? Yeah, that's a really good pose that we're looking at. Very too. much just like a direct response to. Hasbro's other six-inch lines because they had the Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black Series going for years now. That's um, right. They're, they're very high-quality figures in those lines. Yeah. And now they've mm. started doing the Power Rangers ones in the same style. Um, they just started doing what was it, uh, GI Joes in six inches now, like in that one twelve scale. Yeah. And so I guess I figure, well, Transformers is you know it's their big name thing. May as well create something in the same price point. With, Mm. Do you know what? Do you know what, so I see this, and I'm sort of like, oh, they've gone back to the the G1 figures again. So like we we've looked at Megatron, we're looking at Soundwave now. Soundwave does come with like the opening chest door and a little la little laser beak as well. Um, what I what I would really like to see happen with something like this is for them to go right. Well, um, you know, this is not the main line of Transformers, but maybe they could do a comic series here instead of do. Uh, comic representations of some of the characters, and I'm, I am heading towards the Lost Light crew. So uh, they, because I mean, it's not like Transformers transformed a lot in More Than Meets the Eye and Lost Light. So this is kind of a good line to represent some of those figures in. You could, you could definitely do the more comic styling of these figures if they don't need to transform. And so they could do, they could do a whole series of of Transformers Red as uh, More Than Meets the Eye, and um, you know, bring in those. They could do a series of DJDs. It could be really cool. They've so they've got three figures, three no four figures. I think for the initial release, we're looking at we're looking at Soundwave on screen here. Now we've got Optimus Prime, who does have a Matrix in his chest as well, um, and I believe there's a Bumblebee as well. But I don't think we have photos of photos of him here. Well, I guess the thing you mentioned about you know bringing in those sort of comic designs or whatever is that in the descri product descriptions for these, you know they they say oh it's Train One, Transformers, Beast Wars, Prime, and beyond, right? Mm. So there, and I think there was um, a Cheetor from Beast Wars and an RC from Prime, rumored. Yes, that's uh, right. I've, I've seen so, I've seen listings of these, but I don't think we've actually seen the products. No. So what I'm kind yeah. of hoping is that you know we've seen generations recently move from well, obviously it was G1 dominated largely beforehand. It has become essentially entirely G1 as opposed to being generations, right? So if we could <laughs> see this sort of fill the void of representing multiple areas of Transformers, I think that could be a, like a really positive move because we're not, we're not getting uh, 
much in the way of variation amongst the main lines right now. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, I, I, I would, yeah, I, I would really like to see that a little bit more. Like, I feel like as far as prime figures go, like you can get prime figures if you want. I don't feel like they really need to bring prime figures into generations because, like, that toy line is that toy line has not been off shelves long enough to make them really hard to get. I mean, some of them, sure, but mm. um, you know, if you want a prime RC, you can probably get it. But yeah, um, still, this, it's, like... I, I think it's nice to see some representation in here still. Yeah, and it's it's also just a different style of figure too. So even if we may have recently, like we've recently had G1 Prime, we've recently had G1 Sandwave, et cetera, right? This is, it's a different take on these. So even if we might say, oh, if you wanted, um, I don't know, like what uh, Prime RC, that easy example, right? Mm. Sure, the, the original version of that is probably still easy to get and quite good, but it's a different kind of figure for a different market so i think that's they can true. fairly well justify pumping those out yeah um so look that's uh that's the end of the uh that's the end of the reveals the transformers redline is a walmart exclusive in the us we haven't seen any international release of it yet i think um, i think on these days we should just go with a um tagline everything shown here is a walmart exclusive <laughs> uh <laughs> let's talk about another walmart exclusive shall we <laughs> so when the, so we we have heard uh, we've actually had a num number of rumors on collaborative figures in the last in the last few months there was a photograph that came out um probably about a month maybe maybe a month month and a half ago showing a cyclonus figure and a very large transformers collaborative top gun uh f-15 now when they said that they were going to announce the new a new collaborative figure, we thought that that would be it, but no, it was not. The um, Hasbro gave everyone a, a bit of a bolt from the blue with a Back to the Future DeLorean uh, collab with um, with as I mentioned, I, I alluded to earlier. This is a retool of the Siege Sideswipe mold. Oh. Now, now he's a he's a he's a pretty major retail. They've given him gullwing doors after all, um, mm. and of course they've sort of got all the DeLorean kibble on him as well. Now, major talking point in this is the uh, the windscreen, which um, doesn't look great. But uh, no. don't really uh, know what's going on there. Is that no, meant to be like a robot mode thing? I don't think so. Um, not really sure. Not really sure what's going on there now. So what what they've done is they've uh, they've announced this new character called Gigawatt, or um, if you print, if you like to watch animated gifs, Gigawatt, and <laughs> like we said, he's a he's a Siege sideswipe repaint Whoa. with a lot of extra detail put in. So he's got he's got the um, the I'm flux capacitor the of leadership. <laughs> yes, yes, he's got the flux capacitor of leadership, and uh, like I said, he's got the gullwing doors and. He's also got quite a lot of detail on the on the back as well. There's an, there's an ad. He's got quite a lot of detail on the back. He's got the Mister Juicer and everything like that, and um, all this sort of, all this additional stuff. Um, and I, I think there's there's probably also a bit of a. I think the the black stuff that wraps around him is probably rubber, just like the last collaborative figures as well. Mm. Um, he's he's been released as a Walmart exclusive with a run of. 1,985 in a in a hilarious joke uh, referencing the original year of Back to the Future's release being 1985. 
However, it wasn't really so funny when they messed up the release release date and time of the figure online on Walmart.com. Uh, they said that it would be available at 3 a.m. It was available at some sometime like 11 a.m., so people had been waiting for hours. And when Walmart released it, people scooped up 12 at a time, and they are now going for stupid money on eBay. Big surprise. It, it, was not, it, was not, it was not particularly well handled on the part of either Hasbro or Walmart, but Hasbro has also revealed at the same time that this is the limited edition release, and there will be a general release coming in October. Uh, that will probably be coming from Hasbro Pulse. And last year, we saw Ectotron released far and wide. You can still buy Ectotron if, you, if you're looking for him. Um, a couple of people mentioned him in the group yesterday, and I can say Pop Culture does still have Ectotron available for his retail price of $80. So if you're looking for that still, you'll find it. And I dare say the same thing will happen with this. You'll be able to, you will be able to get your, um, you will be able to get your uh, Gigawatt if you can't get him in the initial releases i dare say he'll be released as a um he'll be he'll be available from most of the most of the people who import figures as well yeah. i know i've nothing to really substantiate this but i do feel like this guy they might try and make him a bit more widely available just because you're thinking about, just if you're thinking about oh transformers is going to do a crossover line with like other 80s properties and iconic vehicles and stuff you know the delorean is kind of the this has been that comes to mind. You know, this has been like the crossover T-shirt fan art kind of thing for years now. Like it's the obvious choice, and I feel like it's going to garner a lot more interest compared to like a Top Gun jet or whatever. <laughs> I think, yeah, look, I, I think I think the Top Gun jet is interesting, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But, um, yeah, this is it for now. I, so I will also just point out there is a Transformers panel at uh, the Comic-Con at home, which would have been SDCC, coming up in two weeks' time. Uh, so I think we can expect to see some more reveals there, which we'll get to in a minute, and I think we might see that Top Gun fighter as a part of that reveal. Depends. Uh, the release of Top Gun Maverick has been postponed until later in the year, like every other cinematic masterpiece. So um, we will see whether or not whether or not Hasbro actually goes to market with their... Um, Top Gun crossover or not? Um, mm. Either way, I, look, I'm looking forward to getting. I'm looking forward to getting Gigawatt. I, I want it. Like I said earlier, the Siege Sideswipe mold is a personal favorite, so um, I'm more than happy to get this. There's a I'm lot looking. of uh, there's a lot of suspicion that repro labels will have something to cover up that horrible windscreen. So yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this just mostly as a companion piece to Ectotron, but also. Yeah, like Max was saying, this has been sort of heavily, like, fanfic for, like, decades now, you know, a transforming DeLorean. And here we have the official merging of the two. And, yeah, it looks serviceable as a not a heavy reference to the first movie. I don't think there's any references to the second, definitely none to the third. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm quite surprised by that, but I also wonder whether I also wonder whether his wheels turn down or not. I mean, I think you can actually turn Sideswipe's wheels down that, anyway. That robot mode there it looks like they're going to his shins. Hmm. Um, the I don't know. Well, like I said, though, this looks like to go with a repaint. Hmm. Giving somebody to go with a repaint. Yeah, I mean, there, like there, I said. There, there was a lot of, uh, when, when it came out that it was going to be Back to the Future, there was a lot of people thinking that there's going to be an Astro Train in there as well. 
<laughs> I can see that. But like I said, this um, this just looks like, with the accessories and such, like it's a nod to the first Back to the Future, not the trilogy. So it probably doesn't have the fold-up wheels because they were only seen at like the end of the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's I think it's fine because it's the time machine from Back to the Future, and the iconic time machine is the DeLorean, not the flying DeLorean, and not the train. So I think it's fine. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting him. He's uh, if they're going out in October, they shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't be too far away. What is it? It's July, August. Oh, there's still like two two and a half months for us to wait. I just I just wonder if the uh, interior of the canopy and car mode. I wonder if you can see like a little flux capacitor in the back of that. So I don't think that's going to be folding into the back. Well, actually, you can't see shit through that windscreen, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not not so sure. Not so sure. Um, you, you can sort of see in this photo here. Uh, anyway, like so, I'm looking forward to getting this. He, I don't think yeah. he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be very expensive because he is just a deluxe. Um, Actually, I, I just um, I legitimately did not know that story that you're telling us about. You know, they released it and it was snapped up like that. I thought this was just an upcoming release. I didn't realize it had been released and sort of. Yeah, technically. A, let's, let's just say there's a lot of pissed off Transformers fans. <laughs> I, and so, you can't blame them, can you? So I I, I, I woke up to find out about the reveal, and yeah. I when I was awake, I, I woke up, I woke up to the news, and it was like, oh, it's going on sale at one pm today. I was like, what time is one pm? Oh my god, it's two forty five, and like it goes on sale at three. That's fantastic. So I sat there for fifteen minutes in the morning trying to find something to keep myself awake, refreshing <laughs> the page, refreshing the page, and then um. After then, once it hit three a.m., nothing happened. Sold out, or so, just nothing no, at all. It didn't go. It didn't sell out. It didn't go up for sale at all. And people, people were posting online saying the link doesn't work. What's going on? Um, I went back to sleep. I woke up at five a.m. and I checked again. People were still saying the link didn't work. I refreshed <sighs> a little bit and I, and I just commented on the base. I'm like, I've played your game. Like, I've disrupted, <laughs> I've disrupted my sleep pattern. Fuck you. <laughs> did they have like a press release or did they just say hey we sold out there was a, this was a success so there was a press release announcing the launch of the figure um yeah. but the but the 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 transformers facebook page sort of dropped in after a few hours going hey guys sorry about the availability issues walmart promises they'll be up soon oh. and, then, and then like after an hour or two it was like hey it's sold out sorry and everyone was like what <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to find it. Like, just remember, there were 1,985 of these and people were buying them 12 at a time because they just threw as many as they could into their car. Shocking. I think it's it's really poor. But at the same time, this is a limited edition version and there will be a general release version. The only difference with the limited edition one is the number plate or something. And to be perfectly honest, I would prefer the number plate to say out of time. Yeah, I mean, and you were saying this is really poor. I think the only thing that's not poor is probably Walmart. They're probably really rich with people buying twelve of these at a time. <laughs> that's true. I, was, I think I think I think it's a I think it's unfortunate that Hasbro chooses to release exclusive figures in this way. The better way to handle a special edition release like this, even just like do it on a fucking eBay store where you can at least set a set a 
a minimum purchase number or, or, or a maximum purchase number, the number of things that you have in stock and the time for it to go live. Like do it on Hasbro Pulse. If you're going to do the limited edition version, do the limited edition version on Hasbro Pulse and then do the general release at Walmart or whatever. Just, I just think they went about this the wrong way. Yeah, this sounds like a massive uh, F up on Walmart's part and it sounds like Hasbro was just at their mercy. Not so, sure, was- not, so, not so sure about being at their mercy, but I think once you've entered into an arrangement for things to go on in stock and transfer stock and stuff, like maybe you are at their mercy, but it's not really necessarily like that. But still, yeah. Anyway, we got it back to the future transformer that's coming, and um, he's you know he's only he's only a few months away. I think that's yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So, one of the things that Hasbro did not reveal last oh. week. Is the uh, is the existence of a repaint of Siege Wheeljack in the form of Exhaust? Now we can see we can see here that this figure exists. He's got he's got the paint job. He's got the head sculpt, which looks wicked. Um, but uh, they didn't reveal this last week, and I suspect that this might be revealed at SDCC in a couple mm. of weeks' time. He's going to be another generation select figure. Um, as we said, he's a, he's a, a wheel paint region. A wheel, a wheel jack, <laughs> paint rejack. He's a wheel paint rejack. He's a wheel paint rejack. And also, notably, he doesn't have a Decepticon symbol on him. Yeah, I think that's the siege. No, sorry, the Earthrise Mercenary symbol. Yeah, which begs oh. a lot of questions, considering you know, the, for starters, why do the mercenaries have symbols, and then also the fact that um, the instructions have him labeled as. Decepticon exhaust. Actually, isn't it? Isn't it's, it's it kind of goes back to this thing where uh, a transformer needs to be an Autobot or a Decepticon for them to put it on sale. Do you remember when Unicron went on sale and Unicron had a Decepticon logo on him? Because they're like, well, oh, yeah. we got to put one of them on him. Yeah, yeah sometimes there's trademark issues too. Like for some names, they can just be like, oh, Optimus Prime, right? That's a transformer, but they can't yeah, really try Autobot. So. Even if they don't want him to be a Decepticon, they have to label it on the package as Decepticon exhaust. I think I, yeah. I think Hasbro Hasbro knows that no one will call the figure Decepticon exhaust, and that ain't. It is just a trademark thing. They'll people will call this figure exhaust. But yeah. yeah um, being in a, so being a repaint of Earth Earthrise Wheeljack, he's got some he's got some good articulation. On him. There's an ankle tilt there. It's, it's a, a bit of a bit of a sprint. He's about to about to pounce on there, and there's a size comparison to uh size comparison to siege megatron mm, i'm guessing this toy also comes sans cigarette advertising he, 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 as you can see there he says bandit on the front not marlboro okay well there you go cigarettes <laughs> sold separately yeah <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably not sold at all because cup took them all i wonder if uh, repro labels <laughs> they will no no they won't in fact if you oh. so this this discussion has been had a little bit with repro labels um, as to whether or not they'll do that, and they say no because it's a tobacco thing, and uh, then they're not going near it. So you won't you yeah. won't find a, a Marlboro sticker coming from repro labels. Also, they'd have to license it too. And um, True. I mean, yeah, because it wasn't repro labels that did it last time. It was someone else. Some other, just some random bloke out of China, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. There's, some nice, there's some nice photos of the car mode here. A couple of them, if you look at them from a distance, it's actually. It actually almost looks like they've um, they've really done a, a decent depth of depth of field on the shot to make it look like they've actually photographed a real car. Yeah, well done. 
Um, and yeah, there we go. And so there's, yeah, this is a instruction packet for Decepticon exhaust. Uh, now also with that, there's also a, there's also grease pit, uh, has been, has been seen. Now grease pit's going to be another one of those pull apart fears, sort of like, like Brunt, like Centurion and like Ironworks. Um, and, he's not a weaponizer. He's just a pull apart. Uh, actually, I think, I think they are weaponizers, aren't they? Uh, are the weaponizers the actual weapons or are they the things that pull apart and become weapons? The weaponizers are things that pull apart and become weapons, but I didn't know these guys became weapons. I thought they were just oh, no, like you can you can assemble them into weapons, whatever. Anyway, like you know, so it's it's grease pit. Um he'll go together with ironworks, he'll go together with airwave, they connect up to all the city bots as well. So like they're 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 pretty neat. And these are essentially playsets for the micromasters. So Pretty cool. There are also references back to the original appearance of these uh, playsets in G one. Hmm. So, this just looks uh, like a this looks like a playset I had as a kid. Like mum found them at op shops and she'll buy them for me for my matchbox cars. This literally looks like one of those. Yeah. Also, the the G one MicroMaster ones they were really were Hasbro bringing those sort of playsets into the Transformers line. Yeah. This looks yeah. pretty cool. With, with a bit of transformation included as well, like the, you know, the pop out missiles and uh, you know an air defense system. I'm pretty sure he does have a robot mode as well. But, um, yeah, or, or either <laughs> yeah, robot or battle stations. It's sort of like Ironworks has the um, the sort of like the 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 mining the mining bot and a, and a robot mode. But yeah, so uh, so we do have we do have some unrevealed generation select hanging around. So exhaust and grease pits probably will make their way to. Um, Hasbro Pulse or whatever other releases in the next next few months. I think they they've really sort of they've really sort of gone big on generation selects. They didn't do anything at the start of the year for gen selects. We only had the four pack of cassettes, so uh, it's you know, it, they're really sort of hotting up that end of the line now. Yeah. Just so just quickly, one of the other things that was revealed. Uh, we won't go to any any. Um, we won't go to any uh, pictures pictures of it. Uh, Netflix's War for Cybertron series is nearing release. It is coming on July 30th. There's six episodes. They all drop at the same time. And there is a new trailer out if you look at it on YouTube. It looks suitably dark and moody and everyone's speaking very slowly so that the animators don't have to do much work. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you expect from them these days, don't you? Pretty much. Let's uh, let's go to a couple of uh, a couple of in hand photographs of uh, upcoming Transformers. Um, we have a couple of a couple of photographs have come out in the last couple of days about Earthrise RC. Now we are looking here at Earthrise RC's um, alt mode, which looks fantastic. She's a, yeah. she's a fantastic representation of the G one figure. Um, the G one well, it's not the G one figure, the G one character. The, she only appeared Animation. in the, the yeah. alt mode. Uh, and um, it all sort of uh, it all goes badly yeah. for fans when you turn it over and look at this. So yeah, RC's sort of been accused of uh, being a bit of a shell former, and I mean <laughs> it's true. But also, there's been a lot made of this in the last couple of days, and I got to be honest, I don't know how the hell else you would expect this figure to be done. She does not have she does not have like thick legs to fold things into. So you are basically going to be hiding the robot mode inside a car. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing he did with the um, Generations from, like, yeah. 2014. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, we see all these different takes on RC all the time, right? And there's various compromises that are made to 
differing extents. Mm. You, you know, we for each RC figure that comes out, the amount of compromise between being G1 versus its own take versus a proper car mode versus a proper robot mode, you know, it all goes up and down. Whereas here, it's they've just sort of gone, right, we'll have a very, like, a dead-on accurate-looking G1 robot mode and a dead-on accurate-looking G1 car mode. Bugger everything else, right? Transformation doesn't matter. None of that matters. And so it's, yeah. you know, but they're not compromising what are probably the two, two of the most important things and everything else just sort of gets shoved to the wayside. And now either yeah. you like that or you don't, really. There's been a lot of RC figures. Yeah, and the picture Jason had up before showing off the um, official, the other RC, this one here, that's the RC from, I think it was 2014. Uh, yeah, I think that's the... The Thrilling 30 series, yeah. That's 2015. Yeah, that's, that's the, I think that's the Japanese one because it's different colours to ones I've got. And you can see there, like, it's just literally her, arm, her legs folded along the whole car mode. Their arms are folded down. And I, I, I wonder if people are just shitty that, like, they didn't at least break the robot mode apart. <laughs> and then, and then I would like, say that's a huge thing, yeah, because from this picture we're looking at, it looks like to transform her, you, stri you ex extend her legs out and fold the car bits onto her back, and that's it. I, I, think, I think at that point it's worth noting that there have been some very simple transformations in Siege and Earthrise, and some fairly complicated yeah. ones as well, like... It's the way that a figure transforms is just the way that the figure transforms. It's the way it's been designed to. I don't like. I don't really have that much of a problem with this. Like I said, I don't know how else people thought they were going to tackle RC. Um, the the thrilling thirty figure is a mess underneath. At least this. At least underneath is one like, oh, that's RC. But you yeah. know, it's, uh, yeah, other ones seem to try and half it a bit. You know, they're a bit ashamed of what they are. <laughs> gaps in the vehicle mode or there's compromises here and there whereas this one's just kind of shameless it's like no here's your vehicle here's your robot you get you're done you yeah. think it could also be people see this and they're worried about what masterpiece rc will be like do you think that's where a lot of it's coming from there's a lot of rc going around and there is of course the debate over over masterpiece rc's chest design as well and there have been a lot of people sort of holding up the Earthrise version of RC to the Masterpiece One game, but look at this. And now they're <laughs> like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, now they're like, oh, look at this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have that much of a problem either way with it. I, if, you, if you don't like this version of RC, just wait a couple of years, there'll be another one. Oh, third parties, plenty of them. Yeah, there's tons of third party as well. But, I mean, talking about mainline releases and retail yeah. releases, yeah. There'll be another one in a couple of years. But just, just everyone calm down. There will be an RC for you. If this one isn't for you, don't try and make other people see it your way. Just be grateful uh -huh. that some people are happy with an RC. Yeah, oh, look, I, I don't think there's too much of a problem. I'm not sure that I'm really looking to add it in my collection, but, you know, it is what That's it is. So there's sort of a there's sort of a good, good sort of representation there of sort of how you fold the legs out and then fold the back up. Um, the, and there you go. Like it's actually, in terms of storing that entire car mode on her back, that's quite ingenious. Did they say anything about like? I mean, that looks pretty good, but back heavy, or uh, did they I say anything? I, I don't know. Like she does look pretty back heavy, but also look at look at look at the feet. <laughs> She's got surfboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, part of the part of the bonnet does convert into a. Into a, a stand or a, something that you can you can stand around. I think it's 
fine. It's, it, it looks it looks fine. It's just the Earthrise version of RC. And she, yeah, she looks more G one than the Thrilling Thirty RC. Uh, true. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So there's the there's sort of the um the the piece that detaches there for the um shield or stand or something. Besides, uh, besides RC, there's also been some new pictures of uh, Masterpiece MPM 11 Ratchet coming out. Now these, but these are mostly notable for the fact that uh, both parts of both the green parts of the uh, figure are now the same color green, which uh, absolutely incensed fans across the world, and uh, they decried the existence of this figure when the prototypes were shown, and the prototype dared to have a, a different color, different color paint. Uh, Hasbro did say at the time that uh, it was a prototype and the paint colors were not final. Now they are final. Turns out they're fine. Uh, so uh, Ratchet uh, looks pretty screen accurate. The, 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 the Masterpiece movie MPM line has actually been kicking a lot of goals with their figures lately. Um, they, had a, they had a great release. I think it was Ironhide. And then they've released Starscream or they're about to release Starscream recently. So um, it's going great guns. And... By releasing more NPMs, it takes the pedal off the main Masterpiece uh, line release, so I don't have to buy that many figures as well. Yeah, I was going to say, because I know you collect Masterpiece, does that also transfer to movie Masterpiece? No, nah, different series. Uh, I, can't, uh, I, can't, I can't abide a gap in my MP numbering, but these are NPMs. They're completely different numbers. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's a good justification there, my friend. <laughs> my wallet is happy. Uh, so NPM yeah. uh, Ratchet is uh, forthcoming. Uh, not sure. Not sure if we have a price or release date on him just yet. Uh, while we're talking about movie figures, this is not an MPM, but he still looks pretty damn good. This is the Studio Series SS65 Blitzwing. Uh, this is the representation of Blitzwing that was often confused for Starscream and appeared in the Bumblebee movie. And uh, he, 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 I feel like he's quite a good look. Uh, quite, quite a good look actually here. His jet mode is not very screen accurate, but that's okay. Something's got to give. Um, and, yeah, like his, his, I think his, his robot mode, which you would probably be the one that gets displayed on the shelf, looks great. And since these photos came out, uh, they have actually revised the head paint job. So he does have a darker colored, darker colored head now as well. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think of this? Do you guys, have you guys collected many figures from the Bumblebee movie? I mean, there's not that no. many characters to, to collect. <laughs> um, I've been trying to focus on the larger scale stuff. So Blitzwing, I'm pretty, but I haven't gone for 3A Blitzwing because it doesn't transform. And then you look at this, this does transform. It looks quite nice, but doesn't transform accurately. And well, well it transforms into what they designed it to transform into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for whatever reason, I'm feeling really picky with uh, Blitzwing. I, d I don't know why. I just, it's like, I should be happy with what's out there, but this doesn't quite do it for me. Can't I, really I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind him, but, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that fast. Um, yeah. I think it's I like, I, I, don't feel, I don't feel the need to have a Blitzwing from Bumble, the Bumblebee movie because he was dead within 10 minutes, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's even, in... even if he was dead within 10 minutes, he still had, more screen time and dialogue than the majority of Bayformers characters. That True. Figures and he did, he did have a very crucial point. Well, he did silence Bumblebee, but then again, 
has this movie officially been declared as not part of the Bayverse? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Well, so Lorenzo said it, so who knows? You know, yeah, that's what I'm still confused about. <laughs> so, I mean, that's this just- guy either had a pivotal role in that he silenced Bumblebee or he didn't have a pivotal role and he died in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> they, the, the two are not mutually exclusive. The one thing that I think is a bit disappointing about the alt mode is that they haven't got the uh, Decepticon symbol on the uh, on the missiles, which is such a great scene in the movie as the uh, as the jet sort of pan or as the jet sort of rose into view. And you're like, oh, it's a jet, and then you see the Decepticon logo. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think the thing that irks me about that alt mode is just the way they set that scene up was so good. It, it was yeah. just. A gorgeous scene. Um, you know, uh, that transformation sequence is one of the best they've done. You get that stuff of the missiles and none of the details are quite there to represent that. So, I, I, no, I, 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 so I, I, don't, I don't really understand the of smear of dark grey on the back either. Yeah. Like, I feel like Blitzwing's movie design and presentation is something that was very easy to fall in love with. And this is a figure I'm finding very hard to fall in love with. Just wait for Masterpiece. Well, maybe, yeah. (laughs) Look, I got to say, I'm more there for the alt mode than anything else. Yeah, I was kind of the opposite because I I have basically no complaints about the robot mode. I think it looks excellent. Sorry, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm there for the robot mode, not the alt mode. All right, so we're on the same page. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, like, I do think he could use having. Act, like swap it up actual hands. Mm. I mean he has the sort of left hand, but the actually what am I talking about? I'm just completely looking at this wrong. Uh, he's got he's a left hand, hand, but he's right um his right hand's holding hand. that gun. Forget I said anything. That- Sorry. I've just completely missed that crucial detail. Is that his right or his left? So his left hand his left hand's swappable and in his right ah. hand you plug the gun sort of over it. So yeah. Forget I said anything. This figure looks excellent. All right. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's <laughs> I, I, I cannot believe I didn't notice that. No, fair enough. I legit uh, thought that right hand, he didn't have one. I thought that was all canon. Yeah, until I just saw you can just make out his thumb underneath it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Because you don't have him displayed with just without the gun in any of the pictures, but yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. I think we've reached the end of news for the for the show. Um, we have. I'm going to kick out the news the news screen share, and uh, it's just back to us. Hey guys, how are you doing? Do you come here? Hello. Often? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, it, it is that time that we talk about some uh, new acquisitions. Um, I've already spoken about Skylink, so I've got a couple of other things, but. Um, Who's who's got new figures? Who's managed to score new Transformers during a global pandemic? Not me. Well, I I, I have, but I've yet to actually collect them. So okay, I have. They're not here yet. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, Very so exciting. Got, I know. I've, I've I've got Skylinks, and that's about. It. Actually, no, that's not. Actually, just looking out, I can see. I got two other things on the on the open pile. Um, I managed to. No, I haven't. I've, they're not in the room. Um, I did manage to get a couple of MMC figures. Um, I got the the Foxwire and Foxwire and Nickel. 
uh, Tupac, uh, Nickel being the cutest member ever, the cutest Decepticon ever, as she was a member of the DJD, and uh, also um, the other big D DJD guy um, that I can't quite see, so I can't really can't quite make him out. But uh, I have a I have a DJD shelf behind me uh, here, which is about to get quite a beef up. Um, so I'll be happy to I'll be happy to add these guys onto that shelf. So what I what I've I'm just going to put myself on the full screen so you can see what I've got um, up here as I do my impression of the TV weather girl is I've got sort of two shelves of uh, I've got two shelves of more than meets the eye and lost light. I've got the good guys along here, which is very crowded, mm -hmm. and I've got the bad guys along here, which is not very crowded. So <laughs> that that shelf is about to get beefed up a little bit, and uh, I think I hope MMC has got a couple more DJD guys coming. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I think I think I might have missed a lot of time coming. Sorry? So they've been a long time coming. Like it's they have this they put out the um Voss. No, the Voss, Voss what is the first Yeah, yeah. Sinicus was Voss. Quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. They've so they've been I mean they've been working their way through the comics, but um yeah, I, I was as I was putting figures up on my shelf, I noticed that yeah, MMC hasn't gone near Chrome Dome. And I think they've got one coming now, but Chrome Dome was one of the most popular characters in the comics. So um, it was surprising to see that they hadn't done a Chrome Dome yet. But um, I believe they've shown off a prototype of Chrome Dome, so he should be coming in the next year or so. Could it just be an engineering thing? It's difficult to realise these designs in the comics? I, uh, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad for Chrome Dome. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, for like the Decepticon Justice division characters do you think it's difficult to take something from the comics and realize it as a toy and that's why there's such a huge oh, i mean yeah yeah i mean indubitably there's that uh mmc does have some clever clever designers uh doing their figures as well but um i think also there's there's a perception there's a perception that's um you know we sort of get from japan which is bad guys don't sell um people prefer people prefer to collect good guys at least in japan but i think if you if you look at comics fans i think comics fans if you can if you can create a memorable bad guy or a memorable memorable bad guy team they'll be just as popular and let's not let's not forget mmc can also then sort of go into the scavengers as well and um and do some scavengers too so i think there's still plenty of stuff for them to mine i think they they do like to do it at, sort of at their own pace and make good quality figures and they they do make very high quality figures so um yeah we're, we're pretty happy with them i do have a lot of their uh, a lot of their figures on my shelves so yeah cool. um the only other thing i've so i've pre-ordered fans hobby athena um which is a uh, he's a um she's a um a representation of um minerva what's her name minerva yes uh she looks great uh, really nice colors, really nice sculpt. Um, it will be my first fans hobby release. So, um, yeah. I saw a video review of her today and she looks pretty interesting. She's, um, she's not, meant, is she meant to be masterpiece or classic scale? Uh, so she's going for about $130. So I'd say she's probably maybe a little bit larger than a Voyager. I don't know about, I don't know about being masterpiece scale. There's been a there's been a bunch of masterpiece figures that have sort of well, masterpiece scale figures that are coming around the hundred dollar mark recently. So maybe one of them, but I wouldn't be surprised to see see it just sort of a little bit larger than a Voyager, perhaps. I think there was a comparison with uh, Voyager Megatron, and 
roughly the same size. Yeah, it seems about it seems it seems about right for the price point. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, of course, scale doesn't really need to cross lines anyway. Given that, so given that's the end, I'll I'll drop briefly into some club news because we are uh, we are in fact a as as we always like to say at the end of the show we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. The club is a non profit club that is established in Victoria, mm-hmm. and we are entering a new membership year now. Things are a little bit different this year. Um, club management is a little bit different. The the club's now being uh, now being run by uh, our good friend Simon Chambers, friend of the show, has been on the podcast before. We'll be again. We'll be on the podcast again soon. Simon is currently running some fundraising operations. We've run a couple of raffles for Skylinks uh, in the in the group, and once we've once we've uh, once we've handled some of those fundraising operations, we'll be able to get the membership cards and uh, packs manufactured for this year. So expect to see some expect to see some news on membership options soon. In the past, we've sort of we've gone live with that right on the the first day of the new year, but. Um, this year it's all a little bit different. It's a bit of a transition. So bear with us and bear with us and we'll get there in the end. Membership packs might look a little bit different this year as well, but they should be no less exciting. Um, other yeah. than that... Uh, we have one other bit of club news. Yes, go on. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to yeah, break your memory. Yeah, uh, so uh, just today... Uh, the club did tick over 4,000 members on on Facebook as well, which means that we are now available in 4K Ultra HD. <laughs> so, um, thank you. If you are if you are a member of the club on Facebook and the, the club's discussion group, of course, Transformers Collectors Club Australia, uh, thank you for being a part of it. And, um, yeah, we look forward to the next 4,000. Although I suspect finding 4,000 more fans in Australia might be a little bit more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we go. We might be at a critical mass. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that was the that was the news you were alluding to, Max. Yeah, I, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was pointed out to me earlier tonight by Simon. He sent along a, a photo with uh, exactly four thousand members circled. Um, and so yeah, so I went and took a screenshot uh, on my Android app. It says four K, but that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it just adds the joke. Well done. Uh, all right, so that I, I'm, I'm going to call it. That's the end of the show. Um, if you want to find out more more about these stories, you'll find links to them all on the show notes uh, posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. Thank you for listening. If you're watching the live record, and I can see someone is right now, thanks for checking us out. It's a Friday night. Um, I mean, everyone is at home because it's a pandemic, but you know, everyone's got other things to do. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can find us on transformersweekly.podbean.com, the Australian Transformers Weekly Facebook page, and, of course, we are all in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. Uh, that is all from us. We would like to say that we'll be back next week, but who knows? It'll, it might be a few weeks. It depends how much news comes out during the week and uh, whether or not we can think we can stretch it to a discussion that ranges to the, uh, to the vicinity of one hour and 20 minutes, uh, as we have tonight. So... Uh, as I said, if you've been listening along, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back to you. We'll be back with you in a couple of weeks' time, perhaps. Good night and goodbye. Right, uh, gotcha. Mm-hmm.